Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, I was having issues. All right, give me one second, guys. One second. Hey, Sean and everybody. Here's the uh, link to the um, the live show over the Blog Talk Radio. You dial the number that's written there, and then you hit one. You guys can call in and talk to me personally, and we can all talk over there. It's a toll-free number and everything, and uh, I'm going to end this right here for you guys on this live stream. So go check that out. And I'll get everybody in there who comes over. Uh, we already got a few people in the live uh, on the open lines over there on the podcast. So you guys would, uh, I believe it's a toll-free number, Kathy. It, it's a one it's a one six nine number, but I don't. I think it's still considered toll-free or something. So yeah, it is. So if you guys want to go over and call in, we can talk. All right, guys, peace out, and we'll see you over there. All right, guys, here we are. I am so sorry. Uh, Caller 478, you're on. Hey, Andy, it's me, James. Oh, James, hey, how you doing, everybody? All right, welcome to Negative 20. This hey, is James. where we're at. Hey. So, hey, this, how this is, is everybody? Justin. How you doing? Do, doing pretty good, man. Doing good. Good, good. We got Jeff in here. Jeff, you still in here? Yeah, I'm in here. Jeff, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you just fine, Jeff. Uh, we'll see if some more people call in and listen and come on to the live or whatever. But uh, anyway, so how is everybody today? Doing good. Doing good. Oh, yeah, doing doing pretty good. Well, that's good. That is good. The only complaint I have is my back pain. Other than that, I'm doing good. Yeah. So. James, you guys running down the freeway today? Yes, that's a good (laughs) question. No, no naked guys, but I was just about to tell you something that happened. Okay, um, let's hear it. You've, you've heard of that restaurant Cheddar's, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got a Cheddar's down here. It's probably about a block or two away from my work. Well, night before last, I saw a bunch of police and stuff over there. Saw them putting up crime scene tape, found in the bar there, then went in the bathroom and shot himself. Oh, wow. Dang. That's wow. crazy. Oh, man, this that town done went. This town done went eight shit. I was just gonna say, James, <laughs> uh, I think you need to move, man. It doesn't sound good there. <laughs> Not, what, what, well, as this side of town I live on is, but yeah. Yeah. I need to move over uh, there by. I need to move over there by my parents on the uppity side of town. <laughs> yeah. No naked guys, just people shooting themselves. That's all. <laughs> it's a shame that people get to that point in their life that they feel they have to kill themselves. There's nothing oh, that can really be that bad. I mean, you can pretty much work through anything if you sit down and think about it. My son had a friend 
um, who was friends with, you know, was in the school. And they all had Facebook pages and talking. And his friend gets on Facebook one day and says, all he said is, I'm going to miss all you guys. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Where where, where, where are you going? And uh, if somebody went over to see what was going on, make sure everything was okay. And he had hung himself. And it was just like, wow. And, you know, the, life can't be that hard. I mean, life well, is you know, hard. But... You, know, you know, speaking from a little bit of experience, you know, I am. Um... I was diagnosed with uh, what, what's called uh, well, major depression, major obstructive, or, yeah, major depression, or just something to that effect. And sometimes the brain just gets thinking weird and stuff, and you don't always think like you're supposed to. So sometimes it's not always so black and white on stuff. Was you know like with depression and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah like, it, it happens. It happens a lot more than what people happens a lot more than what people think it does. I mean, with me doing autopsies, majority of what I did was suicides. I mean, they just don't publicize it unless it's some high-profile politician or like a local mayor here about ten years ago did it, and then that guy in uh, Cheddar's down there. They just won't say his name, but if it's in public or something like that, it's the only time you'll hear about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a shame people killing themselves over a girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband. What that ain't a soul well, out there that I'm gonna kill myself for? You know. Well, you know, in teenagers, what happens so with teenagers a lot is what? Yeah, everybody has to when you dial the number. When you dial six one nine nine two four zero seven nine five, you have to hit one to get through. But what I was going to say is I know a bunch of uh, teenagers seem to have issues with girlfriend-boyfriend things, and they act like, you know, when they fall in love for the first time, they they act like uh, they think their mind works in a way that they don't think they'll ever have a feeling like that again. And uh, you just have to explain to them that it's okay. It'll happen again. Uh, And it happens with women a lot more than what people think it does, too. Yeah. 906, you're on the air. Oh, hey, guys. What's going on? Sorry. A little under the weather, hey. so. Oh, Sounds so great. Oh, okay. Youper. Youper's in the house. Hey, Youper. Hi. What's, what's going yeah, on? What are we talking about tonight? Not too bad. Doing uh, all right. Got a little bit of a cold, but, I think, which stinks. <laughs> Talking about whatever you want to talk about. That's what we've been. It's open lines. That's what it says. Open lines. You can call and talk about whatever. Mm. All right. So who took the Lindbergh baby? Yeah, that's that's easy. That uh, was the um, the the, um, the dad did it. The Illuminati. The Illuminati, <laughs> the Illuminati did it. I thought it was the the painter, the guy. Yeah, well, they accused the painter, they hung the painter, or they executed the painter, but it wasn't the painter, it was the dad. But we'll never know. That happened back in, what, the 20s or 30s or something? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I do want to apologize. I didn't put nobody out this week. <laughs> oh. Things, things weren't yeah. going so hot here. No. Uh, I still haven't gone to pick up my snakes yet. Uh, things are just been kind of cruddy, but everything's supposed to be getting back together. And now I'm coming out with this cold. <laughs> so, trying to dodge the black cloud. 
Dang, everybody getting sick. I guess it's that time they of year or something. They closed the school down. They closed oh, the school that's... down because of uh, uh, the majority of the kids and teachers are sick, so they closed school. And they wow. already missed over 20 days from snow days this year, so, I mean, it's it's insane. They'll be going all the way through June and into July, huh? I don't know. i got to figure out. We're supposed to leave for Wisconsin Dells Monday morning. So I'm loading up on all this stuff. Everybody else feels fine. They all had the sickness. and figures I'm going to have it when we go. <laughs> yeah, that's the way my luck right. works. I always end up getting sick right as we're going anywhere. I, I don't mind just, just laying in the hotel bed for, you know, a few days. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I could use a little rest. Yeah, but yeah, it did, tell everybody it did go out and do something. Yeah, the the <laughs> van broke down Sunday night, and we were gonna leave Monday morning to go pick up the snakes. And she got there in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I can't just fix this right now. So we ended up having to find the guy that would fix it, and he did, and we got it done. So that's good. But everything's getting better, except for me feeling kind of crappy. How's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty doing good. Pretty good. Yeah, I was right. there. I got a slight cold, but uh, I'm doing better than I was. I was pretty, you know, I had a bad cold there for a while. Uh, now it's just my normal back pain. So other than that, I'm doing good. Becky's getting sick now, so I don't know. My son is sick. Uh, David Theory uh, yesterday said he's sick, so I don't know. Oh, he had, didn't he have it. that bad flu? Didn't he have that bad flu, the type A? Yeah, that's uh, what he said. Yeah, he said. I think he said the influenza or something. Yep. Yeah, that type. Yep. That type A is some bad stuff. Well, the school up here, I'm not. I'm pretty sure that was the case of what they had. But half the kids had headaches and sore throats, and the other kids were getting sick and had chills. I mean, it only lasted a couple of days, but um, it was weird because it was split fifty-fifty. But then again. I think people just take things differently. Like, if you have a bad cold and you give it to me, it might not be as bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's uh, people handle it differently, too. You know, so. Well, it's like me. It's like me. I catch a cold maybe once every five, six years, but when I do, it puts me down for about a week. That's how it oh. was for me forever, up until I just got back from that last cruise. I, got, I caught a cold on the way home, like the last day of the cruise. And I had to drive back like that, and now I'm catching this little thing. So it's has been the greatest year, I guess, for anybody. It's been kind of a our year, I guess. Speaking of cruises, yeah. did you see that uh, that Norwegian cruise line that's uh, stranded out in the ocean out there? <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> they just they're rescu- they're right now they're rescuing 1,300 passengers because the engine broke down. And they can't get it going again, and they're just drifting. So they're they're worried about it drifting into the rocks. They use those ships. They use those ships for so darn long. And like the the ship we just got off was the Triumph, and that thing was just just junk. And I was I was really that's why I haven't done a video because I don't want to put out a video where it's just crapping all over you know the situation because my other cruise has been fine, but. The yeah, time is so old and run down. I mean, it, it it was really a giant difference, and that thing's has a whole history of breaking down out in the ocean and fires and everything else. Shoot, my mom, my sister, and my niece are supposed to go on a cruise next month to Bahamas. 
I don't know yeah. what cruise line, but this was a Norwegian cruise oh. line today, though. Yeah. You'd think that they would have some type of redundant fuel with a like a backup engine or something, or a secondary engine supply or something. You think they would have something to? Uh, yeah. Some some of those older ships, you know, they just. They try to stretch them out before they dry dock. I'm like, the Triumph is getting dry docked here pretty soon. Matter of fact, this is a funny coincidence, but uh, my actual landlord at the shop, that's what he does for a living is he goes to different countries and, and rebuilds these cruise ships for Carnival. Oh, and dry dock. oh yeah. And uh, so oh, we were scheduled cool. for dry dock, and I was like, oh, my God, this thing should have been taken out of service years ago. But some of them older ships, they are run off of like a single, you know, port of an engine. I know the Triumph was. And, uh, you know, that's why Triumph is, I mean, Carnival is actually pulling the last two ships out that have to be redone. And they're making a brand new one, which is actually have a, has a roller coaster on it, believe it or not. And well, uh, that's yeah, going to be done in 2020. And that one's going to be named up the very first, the very first cruise ship from Carnival, which I think was the Majesty or something. I don't remember. Who cares? It's hmm. boring. <laughs> Man, the one time I went on a boat trip, I got food poisoning, and I was stuck on that son of a bitch. And it wasn't even a yeah. cruise ship, it was a stupid ass ferry, and I was sick the whole way, all the way up through Alaska. Oh, yeah. man. So I would never get on a cruise ship or a cruise or nothing because I had food poisoning for the whole week of that trip, all the way from Washington, all the way through Alaska, and it was the worst. Yeah, well, that's the thing with cruise ships, that the germs and stuff can pass. I mean, they've gotten a lot better than they used to be. Now they've got germ stations at every 10 feet. But before they didn't, man, everybody gets sick on it. The whole cruise ship would be sick. Yeah, the freaking staff loves it. The staff gets paid the same, and nobody comes and gets any food. They don't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, don't bother them. But it's usually due due to, like, you know, bad uh, sanitation. It's where people usually get sick from. Other people's bad poo or wiping habits. Did you I see the? the you don't eat a shrimp on a boat. No. It's like you nah. don't buy sushi out of a gas station either. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me the other I got day. On the, like, oh man, I got sushi's on that wrapping their own sushi now. I mean, uh, Walmart's wrapping their own sushi now. I'm like, I'm not buying Walmart sushi. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I got on that boat going here. Ate some shrimp. Within four hours, I was out for the whole trip. Wow, that that must have sucked. Did you see that? Um, it did suck, and then as soon as I got off the boat, I had to go fishing for a week. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that report about you know McDonald's has those automatic tellers in there now that you go through? And yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the report on those things? No. No. What's up? Oh man, they said they went in and tested them all, and they come all come back positive for fecal matter. Oh, yeah. Hey. Like, uh, that's everything is, man. I'm such a germaphobe. My, my family hates me for it. That's why we're going to this indoor water park and indoor theme park. And I'm not going to do none of that crap. I like that stuff, but there's too many people peeing in the bowl for me, you, man. You, I don't touch shit you can't do it. or nothing. I get sick to my know. stomach thinking about it right now. I'm like, no public bathroom got pissed right off the sidewall. <laughs> what yeah, I, I tell people uh, to watch out. What I tell them to watch out for are them keypads. After you swipe your debit card, you got to punch in your num- your PIN. Yeah. Them them are the worst things in the world. I mean, people don't even think about that. 
That's why you use Apple Pay. You don't touch the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 the machines are bad. I mean, I work, I work around yeah, I work around them every day. I sanitize the ever-loving crap out of it every time I go near it. Yeah, I've got it with my knuckles. Those things always freak me out, but things. now you can just walk up with your watch and set it above it and it fades, so that's my... Yeah, I can't stand yeah, any pe- of that, touching any of that stuff, man. I live in Redneckville. Yeah. They don't take showers here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead uh, serious. They get off the mountain from logging or off the boat from fishing. They don't shower. They smell like a weak old trash can full of cleaning. I'm about Becky to sabotage my road for the loggers. I'm tired of them. Becky laughs at me because when I go to uh, any store, I sanitize the shopping cart before I touch it. Oh, we do. We do every she time. She sits and she laughs at me. She goes, are we going yet, or are you just going to stand here and keep doing that? I said, i got to make sure that oh, no, man. clean. I ain't touching <laughs> it, I, I look like I'm detailing a Bentley when I wipe that thing down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I was working I at Walmart when when they started that. I bring my own wipes. What do you mean? I bring my own. I don't test them either. <laughs> Gloria, <laughs> they're, they're very, I, I don't mess around. The lights off. Oh, he's so got a fanny pack full of sanitary stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. Some chicks have to go to the bathroom in public. They got to sit down either way, you know. So yeah, be prepared. No, I'm yeah. not talking about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I'm going to You got all your stuff packed, man? Who, me? No, I don't have all my stuff packed. What time are you picking me up, Uber? Oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody's meeting at the shop tomorrow because so I can do some rearranging and cleaning if you just want to meet us there. Sure, where's that? Give me the address. I'll be right there. South <laughs> 229 Railroad Street. It's, uh, it's warming up here, though. Right there by the trains. The mm-hmm. trains. <laughs> On Instagram, you know, I don't train, know what that I train see. used to actually carry passengers. Um, from up in Escanaba all the way out to Chicago, and people like right there in Stevenson, right there was the stop, like right across from my shop until I left a little bit, was where people would get on and off the, the train. I was like, man, they used to do it right up to like the 50s, too. Like, wouldn't that be fucking huh. cool? Excuse my language, but this is a late night podcast. If your kid's up, you're a bad parent. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, and they're talking, they're talking about running trains from middle Georgia here all the way to Atlanta now. Like, damn, they're going back in time. Well, we really need more public transportation and less people driving around anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We need a better I mean, train a lot system. Of, well, I live, well, you know, you probably have a, so you've heard of that town, Macon. I mean, I live 20, yeah, miles, I south Macon. That, <laughs> 20 miles south of that, and that's a, about 90 miles south of Atlanta. You'd be surprised at the people from here that go to work in Atlanta every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They could pay enough money to make that trip, though, for the most part. But I wouldn't. Yeah, that's quite, yeah. A, trip. That's quite a trip from Atlanta to Macon or back. Yeah, that's a 200 miles round trip. I mean, that's going to take yeah, you three It's like 111 hours. miles from there. At least that's yeah. what the sign says on 75. 
Or 95. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that would that would be awesome. People riding the train get up to Atlanta in a half hour or so. I mean. Yeah. Well, they got train runs from, like, Chicago, Milwaukee, back. I mean, they're kind of close together, but not that close. Mm-hmm. You know, about an hour drive. Yeah, I lived in Philadelphia. They had trains run from Boston, Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia, the whole East Coast speed trains. Yeah, I, I never understood why the South here doesn't have them. I mean, they're so far behind the times oh, on that. I just, I don't we don't have trains. That we have Uber left. And, uh, Andrew, that link you left didn't bring you there, man. It brought you to, like, the sign-in page where you would have to, you know, type in the negative 20 and... You know, oh, find it. I actually ended up, yeah, I ended up actually going to one of your past videos and clicking on that link to get me in. Oh, I meant to say it when I got oh. in, but then I didn't realize I wasn't in until I pushed the one button. And by then, yeah, I forgot. You have, you have to push one. Yeah, I was just sitting there, like, all right, cool, what's up? Nobody say anything. I just chill and listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, somebody said you had to push one. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah the, the number is uh, 619. Nine two four zero seven nine five, and then you hit one, and you get right through. Hmm. Yeah, I have that number in my phone anyway. So. Oh yeah, that's good then. That's good. But yeah, so the train we, stuff. I, I I never understood why Florida didn't have them. Well, I don't want to say nothing about my Florida listeners, so I will keep my mouth closed. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to make people laugh. No man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, seen some grass today. So did I. My yard is yeah. the snow is disappearing fast. The heat. Oh well, no, my my yard will be the very last yard or anywhere around here to have snow. That's because you got a lot of trees. Here. Yeah, I, I'll never. I'll, it'll be the last one for sure. All you know, our like trees are gone. The road, though, theirs goes away for some reason. I get this nasty mud puddle for the next two months. And my garbage yeah, guy I, won't come and empty the dumpster because of the road van. Yeah, yeah we, we got uh, nasty mud around here, too. It's crazy. I hope it dries up enough to where we don't, you know, it goes away quick. Dog comes I in, you got to wash his feet. Bales of hay and throw the hay down on top of the mud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to do it every spring. Just get your whole yard concreted and paint it green. Tell everybody, I got nice grass. Yeah, Look how green my, that is. <laughs> my grandfather did. The city yeah. did. The city. Most people are pissed. Yeah, that's why, like, that's why no I live around in, here at all. That's why I live in apartments. Somebody else cut the grass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got. You know, our whole property here it seems like it's a freaking acre worth of grass to cut. Yeah, maybe. Oh, we acre, have about acres. We have about three acres oh. of mowing lawn, and our riding mower broke like the second year we were here, so it's been. Yeah, that's what you got. Oh, that's what you got kids for, right? Yeah, I don't have any. So. Well, you can always get Make. some goats. They'll eat just about anything. <laughs> no, that we've been thinking about goats for uh, a while too, because that's what I said. I'm like, we get a couple of goats that take care of that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that was down in South Carolina. That was down in South Carolina. There was there was a lot of issues with uh, this. Uh, it's a weed called kudzu. 
Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's, it, it, yeah, and that's, the best way to get rid of it, people start buying goats and letting them roam around the yard and eat, eat, eat the stuff because, it, I mean, it was just so bad and thick down there. They used to have this. Yeah. Go ahead. Cubs do worse down here in Georgia. They got whole valleys filled with it. That's why I tried to tell them, turn some goats. I heard of goats loose, and they'd be gone in no time. Yeah, because you'd see it, you know, driving down the road between South Carolina and Georgia. I mean, you'd see it in nothing mm-hmm. but cuts. It would be taking over the trees, power lines, everything. They tried burning that stuff back years ago, and that still didn't work, burning it back. I mean, that stuff will not die. <laughs> I know how to kill it. Okay. I don't know. I've been eating my mom's bush for years, and it finally died. (laughs) Get out there and start Yeah, transplant it up to the UP. It'll die that winter or kill it. Yeah. You you talk about. I don't want you guys thinking any less of me. We only we had two bathrooms in the house, and my brothers we used to take them both when I had to go to bathroom real bad, so I had to pee on that bush. Nowhere else to go. I was a little kid with no chicken in my soup. You know, you you talk about farm animals and stuff. What's that, Jeff? Never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, You talk about farm animals, right? Well, uh, there's a city here. You know, it's a fairly good-sized city. It's got about 50,000, 60,000 people, and it's not huge or nothing, but the city council decided to vote and let people have chickens in their yard again. After oh, using, shit. you know, so people got chickens. And they wrote this whole law up, and uh, this guy had these chickens in his yard. You're allowed to have up to four or five chickens or something, and this guy had his chickens out, and the neighbor's dog came over and killed the chickens. Well, the neighbor went out and shot and killed the dog. The neighbor called the cops yeah. to have the guy arrested. Well, when the cops came out, they were going to arrest the guy. And the guy goes, you better look at that law about the chicken law. And he, they're like, why? And he, he pointed out to them that in the law it states, if there's an animal killing your chickens, you're allowed to go out and shoot and kill the animal. So they couldn't get yeah. in trouble. So now they got this whole, uh, this whole thing that they have to figure out now because uh, – if you have chickens and the neighbor's dog comes over and kills your chickens, you can kill the neighbor's dog, which you go and go out and shoot them. But then I, I have to say, you know, if you have a dog, it shouldn't be in somebody else's yard anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There is a yeah, yeah. If your chicken goes down. into their yard and the dog eats the chicken, that's your chicken's fault. About two yeah. weeks ago down here in Salt Lake City, there was this uh, four-year-old kid was out in their in their in their yard. Their neighbors had a couple of dogs that were out in the yard playing or whatever. And this kid stuck his hand. He was for some reason the kid was wearing a glove or not a glove. I'm sorry, a sock. Well, on his hand, and he put it under. And he was trying to fit one of the dogs. And the dog ended up biting his hand off above the wrist and ended up eating his hand. So he got part of his arm amputated by this dog. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. And so they had they actually they actually life flighted them to uh, uh, Children's Primary here in Utah, in Salt Lake City, and there was nothing they could, they, they couldn't save the hand because the, the hand was in the dog's stomach. Yeah. Oh, I was, Jesus. 
I was a vet tech for two years in the Charlotte County Animal, uh, Charlotte County Animal Welfare League in Port Charlotte, Florida. And my end of the deal was I took all in all the bike cases and stuff, and there was this big giant Rottweiler in there. His name was Muhammad. Won't forget him because he was a really cool dog. But I didn't ever get the cases. I just knew that the, there was a bike case or not, and I'd have to care for him or whatever and and uh, until the cases went through. And then when the cases went through, I find out what happened. This thing, I guess, killed its own, his owner and then ate on him for like five, six days. And uh, hey. I, I, would never, I, was in, I was in the cage with him once, and the director came in. And uh, she was like, oh, my God, get out of there, because she knew the case. Oh, my God, get out of there. I'm like, what? She's like, that dog has a really, really, really bad case. Well, it's the sweetest dog in here. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You're back, right? Something, something happened with us. Well, you don't know if that guy was beating that dog or anything, you know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. So, yeah. He was happy as shit every time I come in. Easiest one. Drew, drew blood from him, no problem at all. Still muzzled him, but didn't need to. I don't know. It was weird. You just never well, know. I had a re- I had a retriever Doberman mix who she was sweet as pie. I could let her out in the front yard, everything. She was good to everybody, but when she was in her backyard, that was it. Real protective. Of the backyard, anything else, no. Anybody could come up to her, but if you reached your hand over that fence into the backyard, other than me and my wife and my dad and brother at the time, she would. She'd rip it off. I'd tell people, she will bite you. There's not, but if you just walked right in the backyard, oh, right? Some people shot. that know your dog think you're crazy. You're like, no way, she wouldn't bite me. And then you know, and then you're like, no, she would. She, in the backyard. Yeah, a number of years. I would tell them, let me let her out the backyard, and she'll be okay. But if you reach your hand back there, you're done for. <laughs> yeah, number yard. At all, period. My dog will not let anybody in the yard or anything, period. There's only a few people besides the people that live in this house. My sister can come over, and my son's girlfriend can come over. That's it. Anybody else, my dog won't even let, just can't stand people. And, you know, when he was a puppy, we had him around people. We used to socialize with animals. But when he got older, it's like, nope, some, what, nothing some to do with nobody. take the families that way. You know what I mean? They're just a family. Like my my boxer before she passed away was just a family dog. Greatest, nicest, kindest dog. But if you went to shake my hand or give me a hug, there was an issue. You know? And that was the only time there was an yeah. issue. If somebody came near you or something yeah. too close or tried to touch you. Yeah. But, yeah. A number of years ago, I was uh, in, uh, going back to the yard for work, and there's this uh, there's a pretty good-sized pit bull roaming around in the uh, yard. And, uh, when it came up close and you could see that whoever owned it had starved this dog. It, I mean, it was starving this dog and it had a uh, choke chain on it and everything like that. And um, this was kind of the time, about the time that pit bulls were coming out with their, this bad name or whatever. But anyways, um, so I get out of my truck and this pit bull comes and I'll try it up to me. And so I look at it and she had her head, head down and, you know, tail between her legs and everything. I'm almost kind of scared that I was going to hurt her or something. And so I gave her, I had some, like, leftover stuff from lunch, and I gave it to her, and she just ate it up like you wouldn't believe. Now, the next thing you know, she's my best friend, and, you know, I'm walking back to the office, and she's walking, you know, I mean, literally pushing up against my leg. And a couple of my coworkers come out, and she immediately gets right in front of me and starts growling and barking at them, and they wouldn't let yeah, you're, she wouldn't let You're her food source, man. 
Did you guys hear about that case? Was it last year? Last, Yeah, it was last year sometime. About the woman that was killed by the dogs, by the pack of seven dogs. She was down south somewhere. And uh, apparently uh, some some guy, and they were running loose, had these dogs, seven dogs. They were running loose. And they actually took her down and killed her. It was a big thing on made national news. And they were all miniature dachshounds. Oh, I, I said, I don't get that. Ta- a miniature dog. I could. If one of them dogs miniature me, wiener dogs? It. Yes, Jacked I could. By pick that. Well, <laughs> I said, uh, I, like said I, could, I could. At least you know, they weren't salami seven. dogs or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, salami. Yeah. I don't know. If you, did you guys hear about, uh, what was it last summer, I think it was, that there was this woman down in, I think it was in Florida. She's at a, like a golf course or something. And she was walking her little, I don't know, one of those little lap dogs. Um, I forget what kind it was. But anyway, they went by one of the watercrafts at the golf course, and this, and this gator came up and ate it. And here she tries to go and save her dog, and the alligator ends up getting her and eating her too. Well, that's yeah, happened, that's crazy. That's happened a bunch. That's happened in the town that I'm from, Poor Charlotte. Old lady lives on the corner of Easy. She, she was walking her dog, same thing. Alligator came up and grabbed the dog and was pulling the leash, and she was trying to pull back, lost her footing, fell in, and right towards the gator from what they said, and it snapped and grabbed her. Crazy. Grounded her. She, she, they what, got what signs saying? around just about all the lakes here in Georgia, do not walk your animal or have small well, children it's, it's, it by should the be a side. Given. It should be a given, but all these people, you know what it given. is. It's all those elderly communities. Yeah. It really is. I, right. I've gone into so many yeah, of those elderly communities, and they have all those ponds and lakes, and they all feed them. Yep, they all feed them marshmallows and stuff, and these things will just come across the canal to see you because they're like, hey, that's where you get food. Yeah, well, I know right. that. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's real bad, and it gives the alligator a bad name. It's horrible. Oh, yeah, it does. And then, you know, and it's funny. Pete did jump on, on a conservationist about, you know, caring for animals. But they won't go after these idiots out there chucking, you know, garbage processed food to them. Yeah. Right. That, that's but why they had to kill so that seven hundred. Yeah, that's why they had to kill that seven hundred pound gator that they got here about an hour from my house. People were throwing chicken and yep. fish and all kinds of deer carcasses oh, I mean, and back and in, then it would come up day, to people, like, right? Really, not even all that long ago, even in the early nineties. You know, you couldn't go down the road in Florida without having a place where you could go in and you, you know, feed alligators and stuff. So people would feed them at this little place, and then somebody would be like, "Look, don't pay twenty five bucks to do that. We're just going over to this canal over here, and I'll do the same damn thing for free." Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's great. I've seen a tourist right, right. guy they, they got a, who took yeah. who took the boats out and would get in the water and then feed them. And I was like, "You're just teaching that animal to come up to you. It's stupid." Right. Yeah. Then then they lose their fear of people. Well, yeah. it's the same the right. same problem they're having with the sh- diving with sharks and stuff like that, where they made everybody stop. You couldn't bait anymore to get the sharks to come in for the tourists because people are just starting to get bit up, and they're starting to be, you know sharks are starting to go to the beaches, and you know so crazy stuff. Well, you know animals are smart. As soon as they start getting food from people, they recognize people as oh, they're giving me food. 
you know, animals get trained by most animals. They tra- train well, them with treats the and food. as far as animals concerned, the food just ejects from your hand. So why not just take it right from the tap and take your hand? They they don't, you know, they don't decipher that you just brought some food from somewhere. And, and people like literally, literally, a lot of the people, they do this because they've been feeding that alligator for years. I mean, a lot of these old people, too. It's like they're pet <laughs> alligators. That's how they look at it. Matter of fact, I got an old guy over here. If you watch some of my videos, you're seeing there's turkeys across the road in the same spot all the time, like 20, 30 of them. It's because that old guy, Junior, there is feeding them. I didn't realize that until recently. <laughs> and uh, now he's got all these turkeys clogging up the road all the time. That's like they the lady you got to track. Go ahead. They catch you doing that here in Georgia, and that's a big fine. I, I think it's. I don't think you're supposed to be doing that here either, though, to tell you the truth. No. That's like the lady who was at the, there, in that Arizona zoo the other day got attacked by that uh, jaguar oh, and, yeah. or the panther yeah. or something. I can't remember if it was a jaguar or a panther. Yeah, and it's, it's she's jaguar, trying, yeah. she was trying to sue the – she wants to sue the zoo. And the zoo guy took him over to the – you know, it was on national news. He took the camera guy over and he's like, look, I could see Sue in the zoo. He goes, but there's one problem with this whole thing. He's like, what? He says, you see that big fence over there? The guy's like, yeah. He's like – that's there to keep him in there. He says, you see this little fence here that says do not cross? That's to keep you away from that big fence. She climbed the fence and got up against the other fence to take a picture. Oh, to take and a selfie. Wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. wanted to take a selfie. She wanted to take a selfie with the jaguar in the background. Well, it attacked them. And they they said, has this jaguar done this before? And the guy's like, yes, it's done it before to someone else. And they're like, and you don't think that's a problem? He's like, no, because the last person it happened to climbed this fence and got up to that one. There's double fences for a reason. Yeah. Well, big cats cats are probably one of the most dangerous things you could even keep in the first place. I got a guy that lives right around about two miles, two miles, five miles actually away. He has a little private zoo. I'm supposed to be going over there. I keep making excuses not to go by, but, um, he, he heard that. He now, used to get in with the tigers all the time. He used to get in the tigers all the time, feeding them, you know, roadkill deer and stuff like that. But he said he he goes, I haven't been in the cage with them for ten years now, you know, because you just can't trust them. You raise the things as a yeah. cub, and you turn your back to walk away, and that just might be the one tick that makes it spring. That's how big cats are. Well, yeah, they have a they have a built-in mechanism. To when an animal's walking away to attack it. That's what the animal yeah. you turn your back to a cat. An instinct they can't control. <laughs> they can't control it. It's an instinct. And that's my what this cats lady have did. that instinct. My cats will spring out and get me and stuff. This lady walked up to yeah, the yeah. fence and she turned her back to it and boom, it grabbed her right away. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, you is know, it? I mean, is it when you have, when you get wild cats like that, even when you get them as babies or whatever, you can't breed or outbreed that wild instinct that they have, and they're no. they're they're going to rely on that every single time. Yeah. Well, you know, and that it just came across my mind because I was talking to somebody about this recently. But like ferrets, I was in a pet store not too long ago, and this lady that works at the pet store, who absolutely has no idea about anything, evidently, was telling this one lady with her young six, seven-year-old daughter about how great <clears throat> of a pet ferrets make. You know. And uh, I was like, uh, listen, uh, ferrets are not a pet for a young child unless you're a real hands-on parent that, you know, you know ferrets real well. But from gathering what this lady's been telling you, you don't know ferrets well, they're not a good pet for children. <laughs> like, I've had my nose and my ears pierced by ferrets many a time. 
Yeah, they're yeah, cool. Yeah, they're, not, crazy. they're not a good starter pet. They got an instinct oh. yeah, to my, mess around. Well, my sister had three ferrets for, for about 10 years, and it took her two years just to tame them down. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool ferrets kids, are... though. I mean, if you if you know what you're doing, like my brother bred them when I was growing up. That's how come I know about them. But they're they're cool if you if you know what you're doing, but they're not a good starter mm-hmm. pet for some kid. No. Well, that, that's no, what no, I, no. That's, I tell I tell people that about snakes. They ask, and I tell them, look, a snake is a snake. I don't care, ball python, retic, boa, whatever. A snake is a snake. And it's not that's a matter true. of if <laughs> – it's not a matter of if you'll get bit; it's a matter of when. Because when you well, work with them, you will you will get bit. There's yeah, no but, doubt. But you know, not uh, as often as it used to be, but it still happens. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. you know, and it's like it's like any animal, even your dog. You know, it, right. it's a dog. It might be a family pet, but at one point, it might decide I'm going to bite him today. You know, you don't know. Yeah, my cat Lucy you know? has attacked has attacked. Uh, Two people now, pretty severely. I mean, it hasn't been years now, but for whatever reason, well, it's like got my, something on them. Yeah, well, it's like my dad said: anything with teeth will bite. I mean, yeah, yeah, and chimpanzees are really bad animals to keep us touch. Well, chimpanzees, yeah, that, chimp, that chimp, that yeah, that chimp up in New York that ripped that woman's face off. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, see, chimpanzees in the wild, when they when they conquer another chimpanzee, they bite their fingers off and they and their penises, all their appendages. Yep, all their appendages they try to rip off, and that's just that's natural why that's why as a male I would never keep I would never keep the chimpanzee. I'll leave that for females. <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> keep any I, chimpanzee. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're. I mean, they're, I they're, growing up, I always wanted like a. A little spider monkey or a kabuchi monkey, something like that. But yeah, not even one of those. But yeah. guys, any nope, of the primates true. are vi- are any primates are violent little bastards. I mean. yes, they are. <laughs> they're they're bred that way. I mean, they're it's just in their nature to be that way. It's just what they are. Look at humans. We're a primate. Look at how yeah. vicious we are. It's crazy. No, we're horrible. I mean, we're the worst. Isn't it? Isn't it Texas that you can pretty much own any pet of? Primate, a wild cat, or just yeah. I, I can own I can own just about anything here in the UP, and I don't even need a license for it. I go get a hippo tomorrow. I always use that one as an as an excuse because I can't believe it's so easy just to get a hippo in Michigan. They, uh, they, they're they're, they're the changing ridiculous. that law in Texas. They're definitely oh, changing that law. Yes, because uh, that 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 uh, guy broke into the house to smoke pot. And he was smoking his pot, him and his girlfriend, and it was a abandoned house. And they turned around, there was a tiger there. It was like a 400-pound tiger. And they were thinking, this is some good stuff. <laughs> or there's a real tiger sitting here. <laughs> Holy shit. Where oh, was yeah, this they got, Texas? Texas. This was about a month ago. And uh, the cops, they, they went and got the cops, you know. And the they went. Stuff my parents used to smoke. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what they were thinking. And animal control came out, and sure enough, there was a 400-pound tiger in there. They don't know whose it belonged to or nothing, but it was well taken care of, and they were using this abandoned house as its cage, I guess. It was, you know, so. Hey, that's know. Awesome. Mr. Animal Control Officer, I think you're going to need a bigger ball of yarn. <laughs> yeah, we got to need a bigger ball of yarn. It's just a kitty. I'll get it. I think that was some good weed. Yeah, that's Ooh. what I was going to say. 
Um, and, 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 you Who the fuck breaks in the houses to smoke weed anyway? Is that a thing? Teenagers. Teenagers. It was an abandoned house. You know, teenagers, they didn't want yeah. to go home. They had no place to hang. They were just figured, well, we'll just go to this house. They were in the bathroom at the with. laundromat or something like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot, or shoot, like down, like down here, go into Walgreens and light up in the bathroom. Shit. Well, shit, they're yeah. down here at the public library. They go, they go, the teenagers go in there, and or the homeless do, and they'll, they'll go in there and they'll break out their uh, um, meth pipes, and they'll smoke meth in the, in the bathrooms. Hey, That's a shame. never smoke meth out in the cold. It ain't no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I guess smoking meth would be fun for them. I guess that's why they do it, huh? <laughs> I don't know, man. I know. that It's like that guy who was uh, hiking in Colorado, and the, the mountain lion attacked him. And this was like two months ago, too. And oh, apparently, yeah, he killed it with his bare hands because he's a jiu-jitsu artist. He's like a third-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. And, and he choked it out something. until it died. I I tried to choke out a dog once, not because I'm a sicko running around, but it tried to kill me. And it's hard to fucking choke out a dog. <laughs> it's hard to choke out anything. It, it, oh, it, it did. But I, I, I did. Yeah. I, I, I choked out a dog. I choked out a dog one time. It was a customer's dog. I was doing pest control, oh, and I'd been a, and I and I had been around that dog for. Yeah, so the problem's right over here. We'll be right back. And they come around the corner. You're over there choking their dog out. <laughs> well, no, they they weren't home was the key to this, I think. But I'd been around that dog tons of time. I'd bring him dog biscuits and everything. One day the dog snapped. He got between me and the truck. I took that giant spray can that we had, bonked it over the head. It came with me, and I choke slammed it. Well, <laughs> He, he jumped up. I grabbed it by the throat and I slammed him to the ground. Well, this guy choked it out and killed it. The mountain lion. And oh, you I know, didn't I kill said, this dog. I stunned the piss out of it, though. But. Yeah. But imagine that guys, choking out a mountain lion. Seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, have you ever crazy. tried to grab a little a little house cat that doesn't want to be picked up? Oh, it's impossible. That's some, yeah. They, you know, you, know, you, you got, you got man, lucky. They, they got some powerful legs and stuff. And then I said to myself, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm thinking, you know, that would be the ultimate game hunting technique. You know, if you want to go out game hunting, be a real man. Go out and choke the damn animal out. Do you ever see that one guy on YouTube where he he throws, like, dead carcasses on him out in Africa and Australia and crap, and then he jumps out of the bushes and grabs the giant deers and shit? (laughs) You ever see that? He grabs up, like, Uh snakes. He grabs up, like, black belly snakes and puts them down holes, and he chases the rabbits out, and he catches them by hand. Crazy. It's cool as shit. You never seen him? It's ah. crazy. He does. He catches a bunch of wild baboons and stuff. He's just like this skinny little white dude running around out in Africa, and just, he's on YouTube. Check it out. It's insane. He, he catches like a full size deer, just sits there and crap, and jumps out and grabs it. Hey, down here when people hog hunt, they go out there. They'll take the dogs with them, a couple pits, the pit a corner of the dog, and the. Big dumb redneck could jump on the back of the hog with a butcher knife. Yep, that's how you do. Well, a lot of you know a lot of them down in Florida they they uh, they catch them, bring them home, and then fatten them up and feed them up with some of their own little stuff. And then well, they I probably, yeah. Um, the dogs they, they, do that. they do have a program in Florida though, where they have a crew that goes out and kills these wild boars, and they oh, give bad. it to all like they're, they're they bad. give it to. All, they give it to all like the soup kitchens and stuff like that, so that they can. Yeah, don't don't they 
Don't they have a problem down south with feral pigs? They have oh, really? a problem across oh, the really, entire really country. I moved to Florida in oh, 1990, and I, I remember driving to school and going over the Punta Gorda Port Charlotte Bridge. And this is in town on both sides, nice city-sized towns on both sides, and see a family of pigs running across on the passenger walkway across this oh, mile-and-a-half bridge. And they were bad. And they tear up everybody's lawns, and you're allowed to just kill them on site. Like, They'll tear you up welcome. if they catch you. Oh, yeah. oh shoot! Oh shoot! Down here, there's a no season. You can get them whenever you want. There's farmers that'll pay a hundred dollars, hundred dollars a hog for you to kill them. Cause yeah, it, they will go out and, that. I couldn't imagine them being up here in UP where all these farms are. I couldn't imagine well, they, it would be. Well, they do have them a, up here. Like, like even here in North nightmare. Dakota, they have them, but they're not as bad as they are down south. There's just not as many of them. Yeah, they don't have much. Oh, we're shit. Here in UP, though, we don't have nothing. We don't have any venomous nothing. We don't have no. We don't have shit up here. <laughs> yeah, if well, I understand it right, yeah. yeah. If I understand it right, if, if you either. own like if <laughs> if if you have like pigs on your farm or whatever, and let's say one, two, three, or whatever, get out. But I, I was I was watching this documentary about oh, pigs, don't and they were long, talking right? about it takes they'll go within a few days. You already see signs of them going reverting back to their, you know, wild side or whatever with yep. hair growing and their yep, teeth growing weird. and becoming yeah, like snarls. Yeah. But see, a, see, there's a, a there's a difference point. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, there's a difference between, oh, there's a difference between the farm-raised pigs and these wild ones. These wild ones are these Russian boars. Yeah, right, they were brought eggs. over. Yeah, that uh, Columbus and all that. that. I think that's where they originally brought them up. Where Columbus yeah, brought them over or something. Like but that one island that all the pirates. There's that one island that all the pirates brought. They brought sheep and they had little farms on. Yeah. So whenever they would need fresh water, they could stop at this island, grab themselves a <laughs> sheep or whatever, and feed themselves. <laughs> but that's what they. Yeah, they were hauling that stuff over. Well, I they do know that a hog. If a hog gets out of. <laughs> Domesticated hog gets out within a month. You can't even recognize it. It grows hair. It starts oh, growing no. tusks. It, it just changes. The whole hog changes. And they said they, it's yeah. just weird how they revert back to their native, back to their like wild Which ways in just a month. Because you, right. you, you would think putting a pig in captivity would make it go crazy and be penned in and just make it that way. But it's kind of there the opposite. Is, makes it more kind of opposite. wild when you're undomesticated. And there's, there's only one difference. That they, that they noticed when a wild when a domesticated pig goes gets loose and it turns back into its wild ways it grows bigger than the yep. regular wild pigs it's the only difference is it gets bigger you know like the so wild the guy, pigs might the be a guy, couple uh, of down the road here I don't know what kind of pigs they are you could ride these same things like we could all get together and all Dang. of us could ride these things down the road I've never seen yeah, pigs this big I didn't think they got that big I've seen pictures of big pigs. This guy's got saddle pigs. <laughs> well, they got they got so many hogs down here. I had three in my freezer last year. My brother probably had a dozen. He was giving them away to veterans organizations and homeless shelters and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, he's tra- actually they won't let you trap them here and raise them up. But my brother has done it. Get them when they're little piglets and raise them up till they're about yep. 200 pounds, and and then then take care of them, have them butchered. 
but once they get over two hundred pounds, that's not good eating. I mean, yeah, no. Shoot, you can you can kill ten a day down here, and you still wouldn't make a dent in them. I mean, <laughs> well, and their eyes don't shine, which is uh, kind of a pain in the ass when you go night yeah. hunting right. and their eyes don't shine. Right, but and you're allowed to hunt them at night too. Oh hell no! You hunt them at night, you're a dead man. Them oh no! You can hunt them at night in Florida. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they don't care. You, I see people. They drive their pickup up, pick trucks just straight through the fields and corner them up in the fences yeah. and just blast them with ARs. Seen them doing helicopters. Texas. I haven't seen them personally doing it with helicopters, but I've seen them well, you know, you, doing it with helicopters. I know everybody's heard of Hogzilla, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. here. Yeah. That was here in Georgia. They're almost sure that now that there's was a new one in Russia fake. that they said is a fake. Oh. There's a new yeah, one that, in Russia that, that they said was a fake. They're pretty sure that, that, that was Hogs a domesticated it? hog that got away. Yeah. That one was. Hogzilla here in Georgia was a domesticated that got away. He was out in the wild for seven or eight years. But he was not as big as what the news said he was. The news oh, exaggerated by about exaggerated by about 300 pounds. But, yes, they had to lift him with a front-end loader. That's big. Dang. Yeah. They wrapped a chain around his neck and lifted him with a front end loader. I bet That's you that had a bit bacon on it. As you said, it had a lot of bacon on it, huh, Jeff? Uh, but they, I don't know. I, I said don't that Hogzilla had even... a lot of bacon on it, didn't it, Jeff? I don't know. I don't touch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that yeah. I don't. You know who else didn't like bacon? Nirvana. Nirvana hated bacon. No, yeah, I just, did, I just did, was did. listening in trying to fix the stupid guitar. Oh. Oh. Dang, I thought that was Jimi Hendrix in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you guys talk amongst yourself for a minute. I'll be right back. My dog has to go out. No, he has to go out. It's hard to play. Totally. I don't even know what to call it. It's a stranger. Like you can't even play a chord. It's like... It's like a straight cat. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, mine don't sound that good when I play it. <laughs> I can't play any instrument. I no. I can't play another night. I can. The, the only thing I can play is that, and it doesn't sound nothing like that when I do it. <laughs> yeah, you should hear me. Shoot, I can press. Shoot, I can press play on the DVD player, and that's about it. Yeah, I tried to play my. I tried to play my whole life, and I cannot play nothing at all. And my no, friend Liam, he's been messing with it for a couple of weeks, and he's doing really well. This guy bought this. This guy bought this super cheap guitar, and the, like the strings on it right now, like I'm holding it. Like if you go to play, let's say you're playing a B minor, like, and then you go to play a B in the fifth position, which would be like right here, it bottoms out, so you can't get like get like the. Hey, did Jeff start speaking Chinese, or is it just me? Huh? Did you just start speaking Chinese, or is it just me? I don't know. What do you mean? This thing's totally off. Yeah, because us, us normal folk can't do that, Jeff. I can do that. I can do that. You know how I can Chinese for me. Okay, wait, wait. You want me to show you how I can do it? You ready for me to play guitar? Are you listening? No, 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 Jeff. Jeff, I got this. Okay, you ready? I'm going to play my guitar right now. Jeff, will you play guitar for me real quick? 
Yeah. See? Told you I'm pretty good, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel bad. This thing's a total paint chunk of shit. (laughs) You say that now, too. You love that guitar. Alright, so I got a question. Okay. Y'all watching the y'all watching the YouTube videos on Caymans and stuff like that. On Cayman, like the the animals of Cayman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to know? Well, there's this one guy who um, he's got a Cayman. He has he just built a new set, <clears throat> an old setup for it. And it was like a one of those little outdoor ponds, like a 270 gallon outdoor pond. But he built and uh, set down inside like a plywood frame that had like a okay. platform around it. He put yep. some like astroturf over the top of that. And I'm just wondering uh-huh. if anybody's seen that guy, that video, any of those videos. I may have. I'm not 100% sure because I did see a guy do that once where he well, built a cage. I like, his, and he... I, like his, I like his idea and the design for it, and I'm really half tempted to do that myself. But I want to know how, and this is why I wanted to talk to you, Andy, because I know he would know more about this, is how to put a, an efficient, I mean, a super efficient filtration system inside of that so I'm not cleaning it out every two days. Well, you just go, you ever, you know, you can go buy a, a filter, uh, like a... Uh, like a regular pool a, filter? Like a regular pool, a regular sand pool filter, about the best. Because you can hook that, you know, you can drill a hole in the bottom or some of them have them in it already, them tubs, and hook up just a regular pool filter on it and have, like, it come back through through a waterfall and dump back in or something. Right, but right. sand filters Yeah, because I best. don't know how the, the way that this guy was doing it, the reason why I was asking if you watched this guy's videos is because I swear when I finally seen it, I was like, well, how is he cleaning this? I want to know how he's I want You know, I'm trying to figure out how he's doing it. I don't – I mean, his build is kind of crappy and this, that, and the other, but I like the idea. But I'm like, I want to see how he cleans it. And he's cleaning it. He's, like, literally taking the whole thing apart, frame, piece by yeah. piece, and then draining the pond out by bucket after bucket and then pulling the pond out and washing it all out and putting it back together. And I'm not interested in that. No. <laughs> I'm I'll, get up a to little, a... I'll get one of those little pull octopuses or something to stick in that little 270-gallon yeah. pond. Well, what I would do is I would hook up a, a sand filter, a pool sand filter, and have, or like in a pond, you know, you got the pond filters that you put on your ponds for outside. Right, right, right. You, you can use one of them, too. Every so often, though, you're going to have to drain the water out of it, which you could do by just unhooking a pump right. and having it drain out. I could just do it, clean it for a siphon or whatever. Yeah, and clean it. You don't have to take it all the way out, but just clean it so that there's no, you know, which would be easy to do, and then fill it back up with water. But I would yeah, just do a, a a pool filter or something. You know, they have them ones that are sand pool filters. They like a hundred dollars maybe, and well, they I work can great. get the filtration system. A friend of mine owns a pool company in in Florida, and yeah. he was already talking about doing something like this because you know he knew about pool cleaning pools and things like that. And I'm like, well, Andrew does a fish tank. So you probably know if this would work I or would, not. I would go to. But like I wasn't a, thinking about the sand one. I was thinking about that regular like. Uh, Canon air filter style looking thing, but the sand the filter. Old, I know what yeah. you're talking about, like the big round yeah. domes. Yep. The reason I but would the go problem with sand that is, is that it'll be indoor, so I don't want to have something too big. 
Yeah, well, they sell ones that are about the size of a five-gallon bucket that are sand filters. And the only reason I say sand filters is because it's much more efficient in cleaning, and it's more it's better for, like, that type yeah, of situation. Yeah, it's a better filter. And I would, uh, you know, you can go buy one of them big three to 400-gallon round ones that they have, uh, tubs that they sell, like, uh, any kind of farmer's supply store or something. Right. They were the ones I would use. They're pretty cool. You can put rocks and ledges on it so it can kind of hang out under there and jump up out of the yeah, water that's and grab it. Yeah, that's what I would do. But we've seen, we've seen some, and Gloria's like, well, how about these? And I've had plenty of experience with alligators. So, I mean, uh, I've, I probably guarantee that I've handled hundreds of them over the years. I mean, I wouldn't say I, was, I had them as pets or nothing, but... I've dragged them off of golf courses and removed them and pulled them out of swamps, dove down and picked their corpses off the bottom. And, you know, I've done a lot of stuff around them. Now, now my question and, uh, for I you think is... I go good at the shop. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you if you're going to do it at the shop. Yeah, that would be a yeah. quite uh, Well, I'm slowly starting... I'm going to slowly start to make um, different enclosures that are more natural landscape enclosures just for the front of the house. Uh, all the yeah. ball python breeding stuff will stay in the back, but the front of the house, I want to have some stuff where when people come in, they can kind of hang out and check out that stuff instead of me having to go through the whole place and show them this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. Not like Brian's zoo. <laughs> it won't be no. nothing like that. <laughs> you know, just I'm talking a tiny little exhibiting a few of the animals up front. <laughs> yeah, Gooper, I thought you was trying to get out of that building. Uh, I was going to, but um, I I can't. With all the crap that's happened and having to put a new roof on and this, that, and the other, I really can't justify putting an outbuilding on the property. I could get the building mm. on the property, but it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to put the foundation. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to. You know, insulate it and finish it. I'd only be able to get the building there and have it ready to be poured. So I'm just oh. like, do I want to do that? Do I want to have that building there and then lose out all that money and still have to pay rent until the building's ready? So it's just not going to work out for me. Yeah. So, uh, well, so I re-up my insurance for another year and I might as well just stay my, there. It's super cheap. My dog is ready to come back in. Hold on. You guys can talk. <laughs> go, go get Leo. <laughs> The rent soup is cheap enough that it wouldn't make any difference whatsoever price-wise if I put an outbuilding here, had the electric run to it, running the water and electric on there. Uh, even though I'm off of a well, it's still electric pump. Uh, my I think power bill. Yeah, it, it, it really is convenient that because of the heating. Window? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Well, and then, you know, and every day the kids get out of school for lunch. They all walk by. They all stop to look through. And I just started putting some snakes back out in the front of the house so that they can see them. Because during the wintertime, I take them back where it's a little warmer. And uh, so they all stop to look. And there's always just one obnoxious one that yells. and says, Oh, my God, snakes, I want to kill it. It would be cool to look out and there. see a train or something. I look out my window and just see water. That's it. Yeah. I like water, too. <laughs> I don't know. I look out my window and I see naked dudes running through the parking lot. I had that happen on that live stream I didn't put too long ago. Oh, that, that guy was nothing. Oh, man. Where well, you got naked people? Where do you live again, Georgia? You're saying? <laughs> Macon? I, know, Macon <laughs> yeah. I did get some weed no, from some no. stranger in Macon. I pulled off the highway, and of course, this is when I was 19 years old. 
Uh, but I pulled off the yeah. highway right there, Mick, and as soon as you get off the highway, I don't know exactly what exit is, but as you, whoa, Link, calm down, you goof. Uh, as soon as you go down the highway, as you're going down the off-ramp, you you hang a right, because that's the only way you can go, and there's a little tra- train tracks right there, and the guy was crossing the street. I was yep. like, oh, man, can you get some weed? He goes, dude, I just got some, man. The guys are driving around in a Camaro like yours. I was like, well, it's fine. And he hopped in some stranger I didn't even know. Drove around town a little <laughs> bit, found the guys, chased them down. They were taking off because they thought that I was, like, going to rob them or something, I guess. And, and then we, I pulled up next to them. They seen their buddy. Got some weed. I'm like, I'm making it sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it, it, well, making's bad now. I mean, a killing every other day. But, uh, it, it was It was pretty rough then, too. This was, like... 93, 94. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like you were in downtown making, which is downtown isn't really that. No, far. I was in. I was out in the. I was on the stick. I mean, never. I didn't get out. I got off the highway about a hundred yards, went over those tracks, found the dude, and then drove the little back roads right on the outskirts of of town. Yeah, that that town I live in, Warner Robins here. It's where I live is right off the main drag and. People get well, don't say by too much, cops. man. People are listening. They're going to be showing up at your house. Could have shoot the can all they want. But uh, they run through this. My apartment complex is right off the main road. And when they run from the cops or somebody, they run right through here. All right. So I see all. Yeah, the yeah, I see all. Yeah. I see all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's. Nothing here but nothing. It's weird. Yeah, I only got deer and wildlife running around outside. If I see a car drive by any time tonight, I'd be totally dumbfounded. <laughs> My closest neighbor yeah, you... is a couple miles away. I actually have neighbors right next door now. Well, I mean, you know, about a quarter of a mile down the road, but um, they're yeah, not you, here. Yeah, you know if you you know if you see the cops, somebody's fixing to go to jail. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And well, if I see the cop, I know who he is. Yeah, he knows who I am. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. So. Everybody exactly. Knows everybody here, you, yeah, here you don't know. You don't know who he's at. He could be after your neighbor. But he could be. <laughs> I'm part of the reserve up here in the in the in our township, and because yeah. I said that to somebody before, they went around and told everybody that I said I was a cop and I was this, which I'm not, and I never said I was. But um, because I'm one of the first responders up here, because I'm in the middle of nowhere. You know, and uh, right. because I said so, that, so if, they, if they need help, if they need, what exactly is reserve? If they need help, they call you. Well, the closest the closest sheriff's office is thirty six miles away, and during the winter oh. time, during the winter time, it might as well be two hundred miles away. So, yeah. so there's five of us in Cedar River. I'm also on the border review here in Cedar River. There's five of us in Cedar River, their first response, and, and it basically is if they get a 911 call, which if they ever do, it's usually some just domestic. Everybody knows each other. I show up there. There's already two guys who have been living here for the last 70 years there. They already cooled the situation down. You know, there's, it's never been anything crazy or nothing, but uh, but that's pretty much what it is. And there is reserves. Uh, there is reserves for local county and city and stuff too. Okay, Uber, let's say this. Let's say something bad's going down. What? Who do they call then? Well, they the, the state troopers is uh, who would be, who would be our, our closest responders. Like if we if we when people when the officers does do show up, it will always be a state trooper first. Plus, the sheriff of Menominee County 
is about <coughs> four, four, he's the neighbor, I would say, he's like four miles down the road, four or five miles. That's who it is, Sheriff uh, Ken Marks. And um, cool. so he's not too far either, but he's also about to retire and usually never here. He's usually down in town in the office. So okay, the state troopers let's usually show up to handle. And the state trooper office in Escanaba has a full SWAT team and all that stuff. And they're about 30 okay, miles say, to the north it, of us. Yeah, but if there was a big but shootout a or county. something, they called, somebody called 911, you wouldn't show up to something like that, would you? Um, n- no. N- well, if I did, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be to go running up on scene. We would be there for after. We'd be two miles oh. down the road waiting for it to end, and then we'd have to go up and and lame as it sounds, direct traffic, get somebody a sandwich, get somebody a coffee, you know, whatever the heck it ends up being. It's not like some more yeah. glamour thing. <laughs> no, uh, but sometimes it is. I mean, sometimes, you know, like the restaurant that I work at, it's uh, it's the only place around here, and when stuff goes bad there, you know. The town really takes care of itself. You know, we're very self-regulated, and you're pretty much allowed to be. But that's why everything's always been really good here. I mean, we just had a headless body found last week here, and no hands, no Ooh. feet, no head. And um, I finally got the full story on what happened. This is really weird because this stuff don't happen around here. But um, it was a guy in South Dakota, husband, uh, a boyfriend, girlfriend, South Dakota. He had family which is about three miles behind my house. There's a little river and his brother owns the land on the other side of that river. And, uh, it's like my property, state property, that other guy's property. It wasn't that far away. And, um, he came down to stuff from South Dakota and dumped her body there and went back. And the story originally was that he was down here to work for Marinette Marine, which is like 40 miles from here. They build Navy ships and, um, yeah, and they said he was a contractor that came here to work there, and he just bought a house. One of the guys at the restaurant was saying, "Yeah, he just bought a property from the so and sos," and that's what originally we thought it was that the guy came down, whacked his old lady. Maybe he was working full time. She was out of being a bar fly because he's always working, and you know he got hold of it. But it ended up being just a dickhead boyfriend that killed her up there and dumped her body here. That's but crazy. That, now that was Sunday night. Now that was last Sunday night when we were supposed to leave the next morning, me and Gloria, to go to Detroit to pick up those snakes. So now we're like, well, shit, there's some murderer that's cutting heads and hands and feet off. I don't want to leave the kids here. I mean, you know, my oldest son's older, but and they all can shoot, and we have plenty of guns. But still, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and then the I, next I morning when Gloria that. came home from work. And the next morning before I came home from work, the radiator blew out and a bunch of other crap. So I was like, well, this wasn't meant to be, which yeah. I was really upset with. And I feel like shit about it because I was all like pouty about it. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? I could have been three hours into that road trip and this happened. And then I really would have been screwed. Yeah. You know, there's no way yep. around. You're in the middle of nowhere as it is. That's why my AAA, I've got 250 mile towing in my AAA because... She goes, well, do you really need that much? I'm going to go, yeah, I'm taking a trip to New Orleans. I take trips all the time. I don't want to be stuck in the middle of nowhere and not be able to get towed to a safe place. What happens if I break down in Flint 9 o'clock at night, 1030 at night? It's not a good spot for me to be breaking down in. (laughs) So do do you guys find it – do you, do you guys are you guys intrigued at all by like serial killers or anything like that, like the things that they do or like? Um, you know, I used to really be some of their stories. Uh, 
I used to be really interested in some of this stuff, but now I think all the ones that I was really interested in, I think I've got the gist of, you know, like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, yeah. Right before they tore down his apartment building, I was in Milwaukee. Um, this was after the crime, of course. They tore the whole building down. It's right next yeah. to a bulletproof Taco Bell. But uh, we went to the building, and we're checking all this stuff out, you know, because I was, like, really intrigued by it. But, I mean, all the good ones are gone now. I mean, he even caught BTK. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, like, oh, that was going to happen. Did you say you checked out Dahmer's house? Or? We didn't go into the – we went to the apartment building. We didn't go into any in the apartment. So there was nobody in the apartment. It was being torn oh, down. Oh, oh. Now, do you find it ironic that they tear – when when they do this, that they tear the places down right away. Like, I don't know. Take I don't, for instance, it seems like, like they did. Because remember those girls that were kidnapped for ten years? Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. Cincinnati or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Ohio, I think. They they tore that house down right away. That that's like in Philadelphia. Around the corner, there's a guy named Jerry Heidnick. He used to go out and pick up <laughs> prostitutes. He had them chained up in oh, his I basement. You telling me about that, yeah. He killed them, killed one or two, and he would feed them to the, the other girls he had chained up in the basement. They didn't know what they were eating. They were just eating, you know. And uh, as soon as they arrested him and got all the evidence, they tore the house down right away. Boom. And then the other guy, uh, the sh- they got the, the, around the other corner for me was what they called uh, the shoemaker. And he would grab little kids saying that uh, God was telling him and his son to go kidnap these kids and kill them. They tore that house down right away. Well, they don't. And then, they don't want it oh, to become ahead. a shrine to sick people. <laughs> well, I suppose. I suppose people would get like that too. You know, they'd be like, "Wow, this is where this happened." Yeah. And then, well, across the street from me was this late lady named Marie Noel. You can look her up. She's still alive. She killed all her kids, all ten of her kids. And uh, it took them forever to find out what was going on, and they convict they convicted her of it, but she's too old hey, to put in jail. Are true, so on... Andy Andy told me about these stories like years ago, two years ago. And the, <laughs> so it's like across the same story, so I know that it's real. <laughs> what they did is they arrested her, and then uh, they couldn't do anything with her because she's she's still alive. She's like ninety years old, still lives in the same house, but <clears throat> she killed all her kids. It took them that long to catch her, though. And when I was a little kid, little baby, she used to come over to, to my mom all the time. She's like, I'll babysit your son for you. You know, <laughs> my mom was always like, nah, I don't think so. Because, you know, you lived across the street. You got the gist of what was going on, you know. And my dad was friends with her husband, Art Noel, and he went to the funerals with some of these kids. And, uh, you know, my mom would always say, I, I think she's killing them kids. And my dad was like, I don't think so. <laughs> But sure enough, yeah, what about, them all. What about her husband? I mean, was he doing it too? No, it always happened when he was away or gone on business or something like that. Yeah, you can look her up online. Uh, you can look it up. It's Marino. And, uh, yeah, she's still alive. You can. It's a whole big thing on her. Well, shoot, they have one here in Atlanta. I know y'all have heard about it years and years ago, Wayne Williams. Oh, yep. supposedly, who's killing all the kids? Yeah, who's? Yep. Well, they they say he did. Now they're not so sure. They're thinking that uh, the KKK he said he was, innocent was doing right to the end. 
Yeah, still they alive, said that he was they in think, right to the end. But he was weird, no, he, man, honestly. His, his, yeah. They did have a lot of evidence against him that was very, I don't know if anything was solid, but I do remember they had a lot of evidence against him, and he was well, not helping himself in any of those interviews. <laughs> well, well no, they, they said... Yeah, they said they had a witness that said they were standing below a bridge, and there was a car. What Wayne Williams? A car come across the bridge, stopped, threw something off. Yeah, threw something off the bridge, and it turned out to be a kid's body. But they swore it wasn't Wayne. Now, and I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know if Wayne did it or not. They're claiming the KKK did it because it was all black kids. Well, I just well, watched you know, a documentary on this, amazingly enough, okay? Yeah, just yeah, the other yeah, day. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. All right. Now, the individual, one of these kids um, whose brother was killed, said uh, he witnessed his brother getting kidnapped, and he ran over and said something. He was just he was smaller than his brother, and he went over to his brother, and the guy was like, no, no, I work for the police department. Uh, I do this all the time. I got to take him in for questioning. And that was the last time he ever seen his brother and then a couple of days later, the same thing happened to his friend. Now, he gave a description of the individual, and it fit that wit- that, that individual perfectly to a T. Right. So didn't, they, Wayne, he get, didn't he get caught trying to impersonate a cop at one time or had yes. stuff that, that, yep. that appeared? Yeah. Something like Be that. A cop. Yeah. And then they turned around and searched his house. Now, some of these bodies had uh, certain green fibers on them. And he had a bedspread that had the green fibers on him, with certain rug fibers, and it had the same rug fibers, and German Shepherd yep. dog hairs yep. on him, and he had a German Shepherd. So they can, they did convict him of two adult murders that they know for a fact he did. And what made yeah. him think that it isn't him is they just took all these kids, what was it, like 30 kids or 28 kids or something, and piled it all on there yep. and said he did them all. So yeah, what well, gave it way to close the case? Cases. Close That's the what case. they did. Yeah, exactly. Them out. So yeah, exactly. He, that's he, what that's what they're saying happened. He may have done a few of them, but I don't think he did them all. Another thing that made him look guilty is he kept throwing talent contests in a neighborhood for kids. You yeah, know, like children's talent yeah, contests. Really weird, like too. It wasn't like with any organization or type of thing. No, nope. he, like, he ran a radio station from his basement, and then he would always yep. run these uh, talent contests. Well, I don't want to say that's weird because that's kind of cool. <laughs> Well, oh, the radio I'd station the radio from the basement? Station from the basement I, would love to have a radio, <laughs> I would love to have a radio station. I think it would be awesome. I don't know if one. it's worth going out and killing a bunch of kids for, but I mean, I'd like to have one. No. But, uh, yeah, he, 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 a lot of these kids, he convinced that he was a um, talent agent. He could take them to the next level, get them in movies and stuff. And in other cases, he was impersonating a police officer. Now, for him to do them all, I don't know if he did them all. I'm sure he did a few of them, but... You know, it's hard to say. That's like but John Wayne Gacy. Right. He, he he was a, dressed up as a clown and did all kinds of stuff with clown stuff for kids. And he, he was killing now, wait a now, now, wait, did they tear John Wayne Gacy's house down or did they leave it up? I think it's they gone. tore it down. It's gone. They have a new house built there. It's a new, there's a new house there, but it's not the house that was there. He he buried some oh. of the kids in his underneath his house. You can didn't he? you can Google it right now. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's on YouTube. Uh, Killer Homes or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, yeah that's I know some of, I know some serial killers their homes or whatever they leave up as some kind of tourist destination. I was watching something the other night. Some old woman 
was killing these people that she was letting stay in her house, taking their, their social security checks or whatever, and she was killing them. Yes. And they, they have yeah, they had left her house up. Somebody has actually bought it and turned it into a tourist attraction. Now, that's like that, that one from uh, Wisconsin there who uh, used to make furniture out of the people and take their skin and make gloves. And uh, yeah, uh, What was that yeah, guy's what, name? Wasn't that the one them. Hannibal Lecter was based on? No, I think uh, the Texas Chase. Hey, hey, you're not thinking of Keen, are you? Uh, what was that guy's name? I don't remember. I can't even think of it. But Back I know what in you're the 50s. About. Yeah. Was it, was it Ed Gein? Yeah, that's Ed what Gein. I was about to say. Ed, Ed, Ed Gein. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That's it. it. Took me a minute. I had to think for a minute. But yeah, he <laughs> he was crazy, man. He made light shades out of people's skin. He made a oh, belt out of nipples. Huh? Yeah, but see, no, back, back, back in the 50s, back in the 50s, that's when that happened. I wouldn't, with all the stuff that they did over in the Holocaust to the Jews, like uh, what's her name was making, having her husband there, who was the big guy at Auschwitz, make, you know, lampshades out of, you know, their skin and stuff. And yeah. that was like a big topic. As a matter of fact, they're like, it's a big, that was a big thing back in the 40s and 50s too, was things made out of people's skin. There's even a museum right yeah. now that you could go to where they have the, I don't remember what the heck it was. I don't remember where I know it was. I know they got, got a, they got a museum over in Japan. Where they got full skin shit. suits of people like the samurais with the tattoos and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. It's uh, like crazy. I know uh, like Auschwitz. Street. I'm not saying it was Auschwitz, but one of them places over there, uh, the guy made lampshades and stuff and out of the some of the Jews when he killed them. Yeah, that was uh, for his wife. She was actually a real sicko, yeah. and I can't think of her name either. She was a real sicko, too. And he was totally well, cool shoot, well, shoot, I've seen companies advertise that uh, when you pass away, if you want your tattoos preserved, the funeral director cuts them off and sends the skin, the skin to them, and they preserve it in a frame. Yeah, I passed on Yeah, that. I've seen that too, but I, I wouldn't want to do that yeah. either. Uh-uh. Uh, and they, they got a museum here in Atlanta on an exhibit every once in a while that uh, – they have actual human bodies there that shows you the insides, what they look like. And yeah, the science yeah. museum, and they got like half. Yeah. They have like sheets of people's faces. Like you see a whole side side view of somebody's face, but it's just a, I don't a know. sliver yeah. thin. Have you guys ever been to the Mutter Museum? Have any of you ever heard of the Mutter Museum? Yes, where is no, that? Yes. In New Orleans. That's in Philadelphia. No, that's in Philadelphia. Oh, it's in Philadelphia. Okay, I, yeah, I have heard yeah. of it though. I know what you're talking about. I've been. Yeah, there. Yeah, they, when they when they do this stuff where you're talking about like the the bodies that are displayed all like that, it's called plastinetics. And there's a German doctor yeah. that actually started that and he actually travels the world basically with people who have volunteered their body for that and they just had a display down here at one of the local museums last summer about that and it's some really interesting stuff. Well, I mean I've yeah, seen to... it up close, but yeah. I used to work at the University yeah. of Pennsylvania for years. In the medical department in there, and you want to talk about some crazy stuff you see that they have in the museums in there? <laughs> okay, guys, I got a phone call here, right? On this line, on our thing. It's all ones. 
Should I bring them in? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I think right. we can handle it. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, you're on the line. Yes, thank you very much indeed for taking my call, my friends. And it's, you say it's, it's, it's open lines. Is that right, my friends? It, yeah, as long oh, as yeah. it's not, you, you got to keep it within parameters. You can't go all crazy and stuff, but yeah. No, no, no. No racism, things like that. Of course. Right now, uh, you know, due to the climate change, Nebraska is underwater. Ooh. $1.3 trillion damages and 75 cities and 70 counties declared a state of emergency as flooding envelop, envelops the state. Our heart and mind and body goes with the Nebraska, uh, pretty much the whole Nebraska. Let's talk it away the way it seems too. A uh, whole yeah. Nebraska, the people there, we know that they need help, and the help is very uh, slow. And uh, the thanks to our commander in chief, of course, you know he wants to make America great. But by saying no climate change, he is he's destroying, dismantling this nation by the climate change. Am I right or wrong? Go ahead. Well, well, I think that's some people would look topic. at it that way. And in and, my opinion, uh, I don't think I could answer it because I just don't know enough about it. You know, I, I, I know, know about that the we've flooding. We've been dealing though. with climate changes. We've been yeah. dealing with climate changes for centuries. It's, it's a natural phenomenon. Now, are we yeah. adding that but, much to it or not? Is I guess is that the question? Yes, everything because of you know when we are out and we are not complying. And many other nations are not uh, complying with the rules yeah, and regulations that they yeah. have done before. And he, we, as a result, Mozambique, my friend, is underwater too as we speak. Part of Africa actually is underwater. It's a global century flood in Mozambique. Uh, so so what you're saying you is new. because they took us but, out of the climate accord, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, he removed, because he yeah, wants he, to make he, America he, great. And, and 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 actually, since then, Texas was underwater. But last well, year, well, how about how about how about we start? How about we start, we we handle this topic to where it actually it, we can actually talk about it to where we can try and figure out a solution. If we sit there and say making America great, I don't think he ran on making America great over climate change. And if he did, then I, I would say then oh, you're definitely right. He 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 said it over and over right. again that he was going to make America great again. By changing, you know, by fixing the climate change problem. So if we're if we're going to have this discussion, I think it would be best and fair because I do believe it's an issue and a serious problem. But it is. I, I really don't problem. think Trump could fix it or not fix it. I don't think anybody uh, could yes, fix it. Yes, uh, my, my friend. I think it takes everybody. Yeah, but I think it takes everybody. I think he did list a lot of environmental. Um, he did yes. pr- protections, and I don't think he should have done that. I disagree with him on removing, uh, like, the pollution protections against, you know, so they could pollute right. some of our land. And, you know, and that's a shortcut that he took. That was a shortcut yes. that he took to, to make jobs. Like, we can create more jobs if we say it's okay to allow this much pollutant into the air instead yeah. of what we were and, allowing. So, and, and so, I so think that's, that, it's like an eye for an eye situation thing. So I definitely uh, see but, how he could but, be involved in that here's one. Yeah. That's Better. true. And here's another thing I have to say. Even though we, when we were part of the Climate Accord, the United States still produced more 
carbon output than any other country in the world, I do believe. Well, that's not, and that's so not true because China, China is the number one polluter, okay. which is well China known. might be. But the United States is Okay, like China is one. India is the second. second. And the yeah. United Huge. States and Matter of fact, are, are the third and fourth, uh, my friend. And Russia also, and then yeah. Australia right. we're, we're and New Zealand. And, and, and my friends, uh, let, let me tell you something right now. As we have spoken, there has been many earthquake activities in the Ring of Fire. We started with 6.1 El Dovio, Colombia. And followed by many other earthquakes in the uh, in the Chile, what five point oh and six point two Indonesia, and followed by uh, other uh, earthquakes, the five point oh Kuril Islands. So so it is also California shaking, and and also Northwest is shaking. So right now something is going on, uh, unfortunately, and and. That's not uh, good for everybody, but I ask, we don't want to be like the people of Nebraska uh, like that. Please be prepared. Please take your time every day buying as much as you can, everything that you you will need. Because once the major earthquake, whether it's Seattle, Washington, whether it's San Diego, if it uh, it hits, it's loaded to go anyway, then we all will be toasted in North, uh, North America, and the, I plead to your listeners, this is not a joke, what we're saying, because we have to learn from people of Nebraska. Iowa is also called a state of emergency, uh, and few other states as well. In, yeah. in the event that, you know, this uh, great flood of Nebraska, uh, is also going to part of the, uh, you know, Midwest. Well, Go ahead, sir. I, I look at it this way. When Mother, Mother Nature decides it don't want us around no more, it's going to do its thing, and it's going to be it. Because, uh, yeah. you know. Um, I, I, uh, like I, like I really do. It's sorry, pretty much sorry, out of our control, I think. I, I think most of this stuff is out of our hands. So well, I could see know, being it, prepared, shame, though. I agree. I, I think it's out of our hands as well, and I think that's a shame because – in order for any of the problems that we all truly say that we worry about in life, whether it's how people get along or not, everybody has to be on the same spiritual level in order for that to happen, and I just don't see that happening. No. And that actually takes hey. up a topic I want to talk to you about later on. I don't want to forget uh, it. I'm uh, trying to remember. But, yeah. but um, if we were I all think... on the same spiritual plane and we all wanted the same things, like, you know, I know that I'd feel okay with everybody living a peaceful life and, you know, and not polluting. If we could figure out ways to do things, I'm fine for it. I think religion has plays a big part in people not getting along. Huge part. Yes, my well, friend. that and money. If religion. Greed. Well, money. Yeah, money is the root of all evil. That's why they ask for it when you get in church. So if religion teaches you to kill another human being, it's better not to have religion and get the hell yeah. out of that religion. Uh, know, I agree. Because, uh, you know, religion should be the cause of unity, love, and not discord and enemity. Right, and when, and when it is, uh, there's an issue, you know. Right. When it is, you can, you know, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's an why issue. people think that I'm a Trump supporter, which I didn't vote for the guy. I'm not, but I'm a very strong constitutionalist, which means if you're real far <laughs> left and I'm far right, I have to fight for your right to be far left. 
if I want to yep. be true to my word. And if the yeah, left out that way, exactly. things would be a lot better, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm exactly you know, like you, you you per I'm I'm a constitutionalist. I mean if you're far left, you're far left. If you're far right, you're far right. Hey, I'll defend you to the death on both of them. Well yeah, there's yeah. A, stuff on both sides I don't care for, but but that's the thing, you know. Right. Uh, I, I think we gotta get politics way. out of out of our presidency somehow. If that sounds funny, I get yeah, it. it. Is an we really American need to get way. the politics out of it. Yeah. yeah, even it's American way when we uh, we divide uh, between each other, whether it's a religion, whether it's a class, whether it's a political view. Whether I mean, we have to uh, have a dignity and love and respect not only for our, ourselves, for other people. Okay, nobody thinks the same way. Nobody reads the same book. So because somebody else is reading his different books, so we have to say, oh, my gosh, he's a commie, or she's a commie, she's a socialist, and et cetera. I mean, yeah. Medicare for all is Which causes Australia. separation, and that's, and that's, a, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's the downfall yeah. of humanity. Yeah, that, and it's, yeah. it's always, I, I think it's going to be a long time before we get to the point. Well, we survive as people not... because because of how we work as a, a cohesive unit. And there's, there's animals yes. out there that that never become part of a family unit or a, a unit that's, that's like yeah. that. And, yeah, and, that's uh, why we're so successful in the world. That's why right. humans themselves as a species has advanced to where we're at today is because we can and also why and also and why we're things. in the position with all the bad things as well you know, you know yeah, we are there's a lot of, of you know a lot of that is our fault for sure now as far as climate control uh, or climate change and things like that my issue with that is, is that uh with earthquakes i mean earth has gone through rotations of having just earthquakes where every 20,000 years they're real prevalent i mean that's been happening before we had gas engines and you know aerosols and you know all these things um so what i what, what we need to find out which is should be pretty easy to find out i mean they take core samples and tell you what how much oxygen was in the air at that time you know they should be able to figure out for fact so they can say hey listen you don't believe that we're contributing here's facts they haven't see, done that and because the they haven't done that i can't see why it's because of well, us alone. All right. Well, here's the deal. They have determined that the Earth has gone through these waves where it's warmed up and cooled down and warmed up and cooled down, right? Where it was even hotter than it is today. <clears throat> but at this point in time, with all the core samples that they have taken, because they have taken them, it's moving at a faster rate than it ever has before. And... What they're worried about is all the uh, methane that is frozen and stuck in places. Once that methane is released, it may, they're not 100% sure, well, but it might throw us into a greenhouse they, effect that we can't reverse out of again. Well, they thought that, that that's happened before, though. They have thought that that's happened. That, matter of fact, that's one of the ways the dinosaurs supposedly died. And supposedly it was an asteroid that came down. It was a greenhouse effect that happened from releasing of methane from the from frozen polar caps or wherever, you know. And uh, that that was one of the theories, as, as you know, from then as well. And what yeah. I'm what I'm saying is, that if they had clear cut proof of it, then there should be no question. But because there's question, there can't be clear cut proof. If there was, it would be all over. They'd be like, well, here, this is clear cut proof. Clear-cut proof to you might be different than clear-cut proof to me, and I think that's where we that's run into true. issues. 
And if yeah, we were all on the too. same page and really wanted it what would, was best for the world, then we would all make conscious decisions to say, okay, if he's breathing gasoline, it's not good for you. So if you're running it yeah. through an engine and yes. you're getting out in the air, it's got to be bad for something. And, and once we get to that, I think, you know, things would change, but I don't see that happening. It, too many no. people can't agree on where to get something for lunch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Uh, you guys are violer. It wants the same thing. Happiness for all the people of the world. I mean, to be nationalistic is okay, but at the same time, we need to think globally, act locally. I mean, otherwise, yeah. you know, we are, we well, are going to... It, it couldn't hurt. Uh, stop. It couldn't hurt. So I'm a person that doesn't believe in that there's an issue with it, and I'm saying it couldn't hurt to do better. So, I mean, if I can say that, why can't the rest of people on the side that don't believe that it's the car emissions doing this or this or that doing it, I see what but you're saying. You're, you you're saying that, that everybody has a right to yeah. Everybody has a right to their own opinion, and uh, to say that somebody's not Even right when they wrong. don't have definitive. Even if it's wrong. Yeah, but they don't have definitive you know, proof to prove up. it either way yet. So. Right. Well, anyway. And you know, you um, don't you don't want what you don't want to do is you don't want to. They've been telling me forever since I was born. California was supposed to fall off into the ocean, including Florida. Yeah, I remember. It that. never happened. <laughs> I grew up in Florida, and I go to the beach, the same beach for 22 years. And that Although beach for, has the same beachfront. You know? I will tell you this. When I was told when I was a kid that California was going to fall off into the ocean, I was always told that it would take millions of years for it to slowly migrate out into oh, the no. ocean. It wasn't, I, heard, it wasn't, I, heard, I heard it was going to be this year. Oh, yeah. No. You know. I never, it's been I never remember remember that, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I mean, although they keep saying the last 30 years ago, they said 30 years, and we are already past that. Now they say 30 years from now. I mean, they know something they won't tell us, and we know that. I mean, by, by just well, looking well, on it or the uh, global air to What if what they're not telling us is, is that we're going through, our, that we're going to, that our maybe polar shift, maybe continent shift. Maybe we have a little bit of shift in the continent that is, you know, the world used to be totally different when it first formed. Yeah, know? I know. But and we are going to have a shift also. We, and that would create earthquakes all, right. all over. That would create hurricanes all over. That would create all sorts of natural disasters. And oh, my. there's You're just right. so much There's so much not answered out there that, it, that if you want people to change, you can't go there with empty hands. You have to go there on a level that everybody can understand. And that's a very difficult thing. But you have to go on a level that everybody understands. And that's the trick, I think. That's what you got to figure out, is how you're going to get everybody to say, yeah, you know what? We can do this with these cars, make them affordable. We don't need these gas cars. Let's try it. Something big well, has to happen that everybody yeah. can understand at once. Like well, a blackout? I, what if we had a, you know, the blackout they say we're always going to have? That happens. Banks would be done. You know, the stores would go down. You have that stuff go down for two days. It's chaos. Yeah, and, and then a whole bunch of babies are born nine months later. Um, we know yeah, that uh, uh, truck drivers are on a strike on April 12th. Is that true or not, my friend? Is what? I'm sorry. I didn't, For I didn't hear you. Uh, all, uh, major, all major truckers are going to be on a strike by April 12th. Oh, well, no, no. Now, that's happened. That's happened. My, my father, we all probably know truckers, but my father-in-law is a trucker. And that's actually happened the last, I don't know, five years I can remember a couple of years ago they had trucks all lined up and down uh, the highway down here just north of Chicago. Yeah, um, I've heard that. that, that, that 
And and honestly, I think it needs to happen. They, they have these truckers driving stupid, crazy hours, making them, forcing these exactly. companies, forcing exactly. them to drive longer. And, and they're not making right. Then they got to try and doctor books and, and, they and all cannot, this other stuff. Because they put it's a crazy. special thing on it. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Because they put a special unit in their truck driver, and it right. monitors everything. Yeah, I mean, even when they check the truck, uh, you know, truckers, they check everything, and if they're beyond their limit, it's a mess. Yes, you, you, I understand. Yeah, you. and that's a, and and, that's a and, great and, point, And that's too. the big problem. If it goes more than three days, you know, there is not going to be any food in the, any markets oh, yeah. in the United Chaos. States of America. Chaos. So please... Spoiled here in America, no. and we're not used to not being yeah. able to go grab a, a burger if we want one. And <laughs> when we can't get our yeah. burger, we get cranky. Right. Well, we're running out of time here on today's show, guys. I'm sorry that I have to cut it short. We're almost a couple minutes left. Um, but I'd like to thank everybody for coming in. And uh, this new caller just called in. By all means, call in again when we go live. Oh, yeah, great. Great caller, so for su- sure. Su- subscribe uh, to the channel. What is and- your name, please? My, uh, my name is Andrew. What is your name? At- at- my name is Andrew, and uh, we got the guy that we've been talking with you. His name is uh, Jason. Then we got uh, Justin, That's James, Jason and, and Andrew. Jeff. Thank you. I tried to yeah, remember and, you by next time. Sure. Yeah, but and, that's uh, fine. Definitely I, look I for appreciate our, you for your time. Yep, and look for the channel. Uh, subscribe to the channel so when we go live, you get notified. And uh, call in again. This is a great discussion. That was uh, great. Uh, yeah, well, great call. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to yeah, have you. You can have subtle differences and still have a conversation, conversation. and yes. I exactly. feel like we all gain something at the end of it. If, if it all could just Amen. be that easy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, you know, without getting emotional. We never get emotional. I mean, right. at least in this no. show, or, or I no. see some shows, they shout at each other, or, or no, no, they no, use no, no. everything. No, no, you know, it's, it's, it's not right. I mean, it's an American way. If you say another person is an American because has reading different books or because of uh, not thinking exactly like you, and, and we are all America. We yeah. have loved this country, and, and yeah. uh, we will love the Constitution of the United States, but we know we have some other problems, but we hope that by uniting us more in every way, so we can save America. Otherwise, if something happens, like Nebraska goes down, other state goes down, we all go down together. Well, so it's going to get it really interesting say, here. You are Democrat or Republican or, or Constitutionalist or Libertarian or J- Jesse Ventura maybe, say, uh, wants to become Libertarian pres- uh, presidential yep. candidate soon. So, so, so guys, you know, we, yeah, we have yeah. differences have to celebrate our differences and celebrate diversity and let's go from there. Thank All you right. very much. Yep. Well, thank you thank and great everybody call. tune great in for show, the next Andrew, one. Great. Thank you. Yep. And we'll have fun next time. We'll discuss this whole thing. It's going to get more interesting because the presidential election is coming up in a year. So it's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Again, so. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, a little little I'm a little I'm nervous. nervous. I'm going to find somebody who's going to sit on my side of the seat with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank I'm you for tuning in. Oh, go ahead. No, right? No, go ahead. No, Justin, no, go ahead. I was saying, oh, James. No, I was just going to say good night to everybody. <laughs> All right. Everybody, Thank you very much. We love yep. you. And uh, thanks for tuning in to Negative 20. Peace out, everybody. All right. Take care, guys. Good night. Well, good night. Bye bye.